welcome back, guys, to JAGCast. We are talking about Ghost in the Shell today. If you guys remember, we had that contest that was going on last week. So this week, we're going to critique it for you or just talk about our feelings and some some of the other feelings that other people had. And Liz got to see it, but I didn't, unfortunately, just because timing didn't work with classes. But that's basically all we've got in store for you today and Ghost in the Shell, you know? Yep. It's kind of a lighter episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's kind of getting around that time where it's almost finals and people are starting to stress out. So we don't want to do anything like too wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Ghosts in the Shell. So we had that promotion and people won tickets to it and mm-hmm. we gave away um, like a Bluetooth speaker and some posters and stuff. And it was a really it was a really good opportunity, I think, yeah. just for like our organization movie premiere giveaways don't typically partner with people yeah and if they do it's something like more related to the movie as opposed to just like a student organization yeah but there's like a huge demographic of like college kids actually go to see movies so it makes Mm -hmm. sense to partner with like college kids i agree the movie itself so we went to see it and i don't know much about like the actual ghost in the shell anime that it was like based off of yeah but I thought the concept of it overall was, like, I don't want to say unique <laughs> because it can be kind of overdone. Like, it's, like, futuristic and yeah, I'm not going to give away any spoilers or anything in case you do actually want to see it. But conceptually, there's, like, a lot that you can do with it. And then, like, it, it looked really good. Yeah. Like, the CGI in it was phenomenal. Yeah. I was really impressed by it, actually. Just, like, how well it looked. That's good. That's yeah. That's something. I feel like that's important, especially because it relies heavily on CGI. Like, you don't want yeah. it to be, like, too overdone or too cheesy either, you know? It was futuristic, but it wasn't, like, everything's chrome. Like, there was, like, a lot yeah. of, like, digital aspects to things. But yeah. for the most part, everything looked like it was, like, a plausible future, mm-hmm. like, world, if that makes any sense. I think it takes place in, like, the 30s, 40s, 30, 40. Years from now? Yeah. Not like 30, 40 years from now, but like the year 3040. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, how do I want to word this? (laughs) I got you. Yeah. I didn't know that. But it takes place like way in the future and it's about like, they do like cybernetic enhancements on people and it's essentially plastic surgery, but better, like high tech plastic (laughs) surgery. Yeah. So you can get like x-ray vision eyeballs and Mm -hmm. so like they took a girl who's, like, the main character, Scarlett Johansson's character, and yeah. they took her brain out of her body and they put it inside of a, a robot, basically, or cyborg. <laughs> and so the ghost in the shell was, like, her soul inside of this body. Mm-hmm. And they fight some crime, kind of. And <laughs> it was it was kind of wild, but it, yeah. like, it looked good. That's good. It got a lot of really bad reviews on, like, Rotten Tomatoes gave, I think, like, a 58%. Oh, wow. A lot of other places gave it bad reviews too and I don't I don't want to say the movie overall was like really bad because it wasn't yeah it was kind of long though and it was a little slow yeah and like the story was just kind of eh for like their world mm-hmm. I feel like it could have been like it could have been better done but mm-hmm. overall like I wouldn't say it's the worst movie I've ever seen mm-hmm. I'd like to have people who watched the anime before like our Dragcast member Patrick, I wish he could have been on today because he, you know, he knows a little bit more about like the backstory and the anime and everything. And so he probably has a different opinion than we might. And right. I feel like that's a lot of 
what a lot of the reviews are is people who kind of know maybe more about it. And so a, a lot of times that happens is they're disappointed because they were expecting something, which I understand. I've been that way, too. But there was like a lot of controversy about the movie in the first place, too, because yeah. Scarlett Johansson played the main person Mm -hmm. and this movie takes place in japan and the girl who's like brain that they take Mm -hmm. she was japanese and so it didn't make any sense for like scarlett johansson to play her like it was just a whitewashed character and a lot of people were really upset about it yeah that happens yeah and so a lot of people i know for sure didn't go see it just because like the Mm -hmm. the casting was whitewashed Mm because a lot of people were really like excited for it because they did like Mm -hmm. read the anime and they're really excited for it, but then the cast kind of got... Yeah, I understand. I mean, I am, I kind of wish I had been able to see it just so I could have, like, a actual valid opinion on it. At least you had a good time. Yeah, we got to see a free movie, so... Yeah. Was it super crowded? It was. It was really packed. So they always give out more passes for, mm-hmm. like, the movie than they actually have seats so that it, like, actually fills out and they're mm-hmm. not just, like, showing this movie to an empty theater or anything. Yeah. So when I got there, which was at like five, the line wasn't as long as it was when we actually went into the theater. Okay. Because we were waiting for, like, we met Patrick there, mm-hmm. and like I went ahead and got his passes for him, mm-hmm. and then we had two other friends coming from Bloomington that were going to see, and then we had to give out the passes to people who won them. So mm-hmm. we were kind of like standing outside, waiting yeah. to go in like last minute, and it was yeah. really weird this premiere because most premieres they'll like have the line going and fill the seats, like, mm-hmm. just fill in, like, row to row in the theater, like, starting in the back and working their way towards the front. Yeah. But this one didn't fill in the seats. Like, you just got to pick wherever you wanted to sit. So yeah. there were a bunch of, like, random, like, empty seats in the middle of oh, the theater. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, so when people were, like, filing in towards the end, like, if you didn't have seats, like, saved for people, mm-hmm. you kind of just had to, like, fill in those, like, single yeah. seats, which is... That would make me really anxious. I think it's rude when people do that. At least for, like, really busy premieres or something, I feel like you should always scoot in as much as possible. Yeah. I'm one of those people who's like, is anybody sitting there? No, can you scoot down so my two friends and I can sit here? Yeah. Because um, I don't like that. See, we, we had six people in our, like, yeah party. So we we sat, like, in the very first row. Oh, Because, no. like, yeah. it was empty, and we yeah. were like... We don't care. Like, yeah. it's okay. Like, we can we can mm-hmm. give up a seat in the back to sit all together. So we just sat in the first row. But I don't think it... I'm one of those people that doesn't think that the seat that you sit in in a movie theater changes. Mm-hmm. I don't really care if I'm sitting next to my friends or not during a movie. I know a lot of people care. They're like, no, it's weird. Like, it doesn't really matter. You're not talking to them the entire time. Yeah. I mean, like, it's nice. Yeah. But unless it's, like, a scary movie, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, but I hate sitting at the front. It hurts my head and my neck and, yeah. So, I guess it's a good thing we didn't get there on time because we would have, like, been miserable sitting there in the front. I would have been. I don't know if Taylor would have been, but, yeah. Sometimes it works out for the better. I'll probably end up watching it eventually just to say I've seen it and stuff, which is usually what I do. Yeah, I'm, like, a firm believer that you should watch everything at least once. Me too. Most of the time, I think you should watch things three times. I also think you should try food three times <laughs> before you decide that you don't like it. Yeah. I don't know, because I think, like, obviously first impressions are, like, a big thing. Uh-huh. But, like, 
movies i'm more tolerant i think if you watch it once and you're just like i can't yeah because there are some movies that i can't even finish yeah there are some movies i cannot finish yeah like i've never actually like walked out of a theater seeing a movie before but there have been times where i've wanted to I don't think there has been a time where I've walked out of a theater, but at home, if I get to a point like I'm not even paying attention, this is dumb, I'll turn it off. Yeah. Like, there are some things that I can't even watch without, like, making sarcastic remarks the entire way through. Like, I've talked about this before, and a lot of people are like, like, don't dog on Star Wars, but, like, I cannot watch Star Wars. Me either. Like, I cannot watch it unironically. I know. I can't either. I don't understand the hype behind it. Like, I think it has a really nice sound design. Mm Mm-hmm. I do, too. But I just am not a big fan of the world. Me either. I feel like a lot of sci-fi stuff I'm not really into, because I just think it's all kind of cheesy and... I don't know. Some some of them are really, really good, and I'll give them credit where credit's due, but a lot of sci-fi movies I'm turned off by. Like, I won't even bother. Sometimes I'll watch them just for the sound design, though, because yeah. a lot of their sound design is, like, really awesome. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I went and saw Life um, this past weekend, and that was really good with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, nice. Ooh, it was good. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Ryan Reynolds is all right. I prefer Ryan Gosling of the Ryans, but <laughs> <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal is my boy. I love that man so much. And it was a good movie. Like, it was a little... Um, predictable but it was very tense very suspenseful like I had sweaty palms the entire time and there was one scene that I'm not somebody who's like easily bothered by like gore or just gross things in general that might other people might be grossed out by I guess but there was one scene where I thought for sure I was gonna get sick like it's like I can't handle this I had to ask my mom for a piece of gum because gum like settles my stomach or whatever and she's like I know that scene like I don't want to spoil it for anybody but Yeah, I mean, it was good. I had a good time watching it, and even though I could kind of see where it was going, I still thought they, you know, played the story out really well, and the acting was amazing. So, yeah, it was good, and I think that's considered sci-fi, right? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. What's sci-fi? like? Science fiction. (laughs) Yes, no, but I mean, like, what is another... Uh, I can only think of, like, Star Wars and Star Trek right off the top of my head. Yeah. I think Alien is technically considered sci-fi. I consider Alien sci-fi, and I actually really like Alien. Alien's, like, my number one sci-fi series that I genuinely enjoy. I like um, the original Alien. They've got Alien Covenant Covenant coming out. Is that what it is? I think so. And then I'm excited for that one. I liked Prometheus. I don't know. Maybe I just like those types of sci-fi where it's kind of, like, dark and more dramatic and... yeah. A lot of people usually die in those. So, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just kind of picky with my sci-fi films, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if Ghost in the Shell would be considered sci-fi. I don't know. We should Google. Because there's so many different genres that I feel like I'm uninformed about my genres, I guess. I don't know. I feel like science fiction is never my first choice. Oh, yeah. No. Me either. You know what is never my first choice as well, though, is comedy. I don't really like big picture comedy stuff like I think it's always bad just real real bad I think a lot of it depends on the cast like if it's like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill in it Mm -hmm. odds are I'm not gonna want to see it yeah I like Seth Rogen but I don't know like I just feel even most of the comedians that I genuinely enjoy as people and in other things or doing stand-up routines I just don't like their movies as much I do really like super bad and I like Step Brothers, and those are like the two big comedies I always go back to. 
People have really strong feelings about Will Ferrell. Yeah, they do. And I don't, actually, which you would think, like, somebody like me usually has strong feelings. Used not to like him at all, but he's really not that bad. I mean, I actually really like him not so much as an actor, but just as a person. I think he's funny. Hmm. And he's in this movie called Everything Must Go that's on Netflix, and I think that's a really good movie. But most of his stuff is just kind of, like, the same old. So I, I don't hate him, but I don't love him. What about you? I'm just indifferent. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's the worst person, but I don't go, like, out of my way to see him in things. Me either. But Step Brothers is definitely one of my favorites, so i got to give him credit for that. I found the list of sci-fi, though. Okay. Going back to that. A lot of these are a no for me. Okay. <laughs> and one of these, I don't even know why it's on there. So there's Blade Runner, which, um, um, okay. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I don't really classify that as sci-fi, but... I mean, it's sci-fi, but I don't know. Like, it's just okay. Like, I don't really have strong feelings on it. Uh, Star Wars, obviously. Space Odyssey. Okay. Mm-mm. I do not like that movie. I can't stand <laughs> it. I tried really hard to like that movie. Nope. What's that one, like, parody of, like, Star Wars and every other Spaceballs? Might be. I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm talking about, though? I think, but I... And it has that dog... Oh, yeah. I, it's like one of my brother's favorite movies, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand, but <laughs> I like what you like. <laughs> the next one on the list is The Matrix, which I've seen a long time ago, did not like either. I don't care to revisit it. Nope, I'll pass. My mom really <laughs> likes sci-fi, so she sometimes drags me along to these things. Alien is on the list, which we okay. know. Avatar. I never watched that, and I don't really want to. I saw, like, the first 20 or 30 minutes when it first came out, and then I stopped watching because I did not care. Metropolis, which I've never seen. Okay, this is the one that I think is kind of weird that it's on here. Inception. Why is Inception a sci-fi? That's just so weird to me. I feel like, I feel, isn't that more of, like, a psychological thriller? Yeah, that's what I think. It's under the sci-fi. Okay, well, I don't that's know. fine. I know. <laughs> E.T., which... I was going to say that earlier. I'm like, is E.T. a sci-fi or is I've it a family se- movie? Yeah, I've like, never seen E.T., so... You you've can't... never seen it? No. I'm not going to say it's not that good because a lot of people like it, but... <laughs> okay, do people like it because it's a cult classic or... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's not It's not one of my favorites. Yeah. We have The Day the Earth Stood Still, never seen it. Interstellar, which I guess is a sci-fi. I didn't see that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. you don't like Matthew McConaughey. I actually like him in that film. I like. I need stuff. to watch it, though, anyway, even though I don't like him, because I know that the sound design oh, for it's it really is, great. like, impeccable. Yeah, yeah. I love Interstellar. But I don't know if... It, I mean, I guess maybe in the in the definition of sci-fi, maybe Interstellar qualifies. Maybe. Uh, Minority Report, which I've never seen, but it's Tom Cruise. The Martian, which I've only seen the ending, so I know how it ends. (laughs) Never seen the actual whole film, although I would like to. Yeah, a lot of people really liked it. Yeah, I've heard good things. District 9, which I've seen and I enjoyed. Again, maybe it's because it's like an alien thing. Star Wars again. Terminator. How do you feel about the Terminator series? I've never seen it. (gasps) Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, so my ex was, like, obsessed with the Terminator, so I've seen all the Terminator films, like, at least five times. Yeah. They're okay. I actually really don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger, so that kind of, like, ruins it. (laughs) Yeah. But they're okay. Uh, The first and the second one are tolerable. They're fun. Then we have Close Encounters of a Third Kind, or The Third Kind, which is really good. Have you ever seen that movie? 
Mm-mm. Oh, it's really good. I would recommend. Gravity, which I enjoyed. Did you like Gravity? That's the one with Sandra Bullock in space, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm almost done reading all these because I'm getting to some <laughs> ones I don't care about. Ex Machina, which I really, really like, and I think you would like. I suggest it. Also, really good soundtrack. We're just going through the entire sci-fi list. It's fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to read some of these. There's Mad Max Fury Road, which I loved. Although, again, I mean, I guess that is technically sci-fi. Yeah. I never really considered it that. Maybe I do like sci-fi, and I just didn't know it. Every time people bring up Mad Max, I always think about um, Maximum Overdrive before I think of Mad Max, and I'm <laughs> yes. like, that's not the same movie. <laughs> I used to think that, too, and I actually—that I that was, like, my favorite movie as a child. Like, growing up, my parents would let me watch Maximum Overdrive, like— Several times a week. <laughs> I really love that movie. Jurassic Park, technically, I guess. Okay, I loved the Jurassic Park movies. Like, I, I still like love them. I like the original Jurassic Park, but I don't like anything after the first one. Yeah. I don't know. I loved them. Yeah. I just remember, like, watching them as a kid. I used to be terrified as a kid to watch them. I was so afraid of dinosaurs as a kid. Um, I'll never forget the Children's Museum when we were growing <laughs> oh up gosh. did not have the dinosaur exhibit, but it was, like, coming soon. Mm-hmm. And one time I saw, like, a commercial on TV, and it was, you know, the Children's Museum, like, coming soon, the dinosaurs will be back. And I, like, started bawling my eyes out, like, ran screaming and crying into my mom and dad's room. I was like, oh, dinosaurs going to come back. How can they be bringing them back? They're going to eat us. Didn't they see Jurassic Park? Like, I was freaking out because I thought they were actually bringing back, like, real live dinosaurs. And it was going to cause, you know, mass mayhem. Like, <laughs> I was going to die. They were going to find me, and I was going to die, and my whole family would die. <laughs> I was so terrified. And my dad used to have the Jurassic Park soundtrack, and he used to play. There's one track where it's, like, just the Tyrannosaurus Rex, like, stepping. And he had, like, this really, really huge um, surround sound system in his room. And he would play it, like, full blast, so the whole entire house would be shaking, and it sounded like there was a T-Rex outside, and I would literally cry, like, turn Why would your dad do dad. that to you? <laughs> I was so afraid. <laughs> I'll never forget. I don't know why I was so afraid of dinosaurs, because they're really awesome. But I also had this dream, and I'll never forget this dream, that one time... And this is in, like, my old house, old, old house that I grew up in. In my dream, like, the this plane had, like, crashed through our house and, like, ripped off the entire roof. And I was, like, trying to run and hide, and I couldn't find my mom. And I ran downstairs to hide under the dining room table because I was like, it'll protect me if the house comes crashing down because the plane just crashed through it. And so I'm hiding under the dining room table and the velociraptor from Jurassic Park was chasing after me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was terrified. (laughs) I'll never forget that dream. I don't think I had any dreams about dinosaurs. <laughs> I remember loving them, though. And my younger brother, the one that's in between me and yeah. the baby, he was obsessed with dinosaurs. He had really? so many dinosaur toys, and he had this, like, toy T-Rex that was just about as big as him because he was little at the yeah. time. And you could actually put stuff into its mouth, like, feed oh. it, and then its stomach had, like, a slit in it so you could pull the stuff out of it. Oh, okay. And he would feed it his, like, actual food sometimes. Oh, no. So it was really gross, and he had to clean it, like, every day because he'd feed it mashed potatoes and corn (laughs) and, like, just anything he could find. And there would be toys in there, too, like little toy soldiers and stuff. And it was wild. And he had this imaginary friend that was a T-Rex, but its name was Godzilla. And (laughs) it would have to ride on top of the car with us everywhere that we went because it couldn't fit inside of the car. And I remember 
we had gone to the kids' footlocker to get shoes, like, for uh-huh. back to school one time. And my older brother had talked about how he, like, how he wanted Jordans. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan was really big at the time, too. So, mm-hmm. like, he really wanted it. And um, so my oldest brother's name's Mike, for those of you guys that don't know. Mike was like, hey, AJ, which is, like, the younger brother that likes the mm-hmm. dinosaurs. He's like, hey, AJ, these are Michael Jordan's shoes. And AJ starts freaking out because he's like, why did Michael Jordan leave his shoe at the kid's footlocker? <laughs> so he goes to my mom and he's like, mom, I need to borrow your cell phone now. Oh, my God. And so she's like, OK. So she just gives it to him because, like, yeah, she's trying to get all of us like she has. There's four of us. OK, she's got to get four kids shoes for back to school, like yeah. all at the same time. Like she's busy. Yeah. So she just gives him the phone and he like flips it open because it's a flip phone <laughs> and he puts it to his ear and he's like, Michael Jordan, don't worry. Godzilla's bringing you your shoe right now. <laughs> he says imaginary friend to take Michael Jordan back his shoe. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'll never forget one time we were on vacation in North Carolina. And did you ever watch the show Mr. Limpet? I think that's what it was, or The Adventures of Mr. Limpet. Mm-hmm. It was a really old, old TV show. But essentially it was like this fish or this fisherman. I can't remember, honestly. But <laughs> we were at the beach and like this huge like tide comes in and I'm little like two or three and then my parents have it on video so this is the only reason like I can remember it so vividly um this tide comes in and it I like my dad goes to swoop me up and one of my shoe shoes falls off and it goes like with the with oh, the no. ocean with the wave and I start crying because I'm like my shoe my shoe like I'm not gonna be able to walk again like I'm freaking out oh my God. you know <laughs> and my parents like to calm me down they were like Mr. Limpet took it he needed it like they need that shoe you know Mr. Limpet he's a nice guy and I was like okay Mr. Limpet has it like <laughs> I don't understand kids like they're just wild <laughs> my mom told me that when she was trying to get me to get rid of my pacifier uh-huh. that Casper's uncles took it because I was terrified of Casper's uncles like Casper the friendly ghost you know his evil uncles yeah. like I was terrified of them so whenever she was getting me to get rid of it she's like his uncles took it <laughs> and they put it in the trunk of the car and you can try to get it if you want but they might get you oh no yeah and so I was like okay I guess I'll get rid of it <laughs> Kids are wild. They're so funny. I think I told you uh, my friend Carson and I were at Target the other day, and this girl was just like little girls talking to us about her life and everything. And her mom was like, okay, honey, we have to go. So Carson and I said bye. And this little girl was like, um, my house is made out of bricks. So we were like, okay. <laughs> like, why did you feel the need to tell us that? Yeah. It's so funny. Kids are really wild. <laughs> My nephew is two. He'll be three in July, but he is obsessed with movies, especially ones that have music in them. Yeah. So he, like, loves the Trolls movie. Oh, okay. Like, absolutely loves it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it, like, give Trolls a chance, guys. Because <laughs> I watched it the first time and I was like, what is this movie? Yeah. And then I watched it a second time because he watches it, like, five times a day. Mm-hmm. And the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, wait, no, actually, this movie's really cute. <laughs> Did you play with the Troll dolls as a kid? I had them, but I didn't really... They were never my, like, toy of toy- choice. Yeah, me either. I had them, though. And I I remember they were popular for a bit. There used to be a website where you could go and play with, like, trolls online and stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of websites like that <laughs> that I used to play on as a kid that were, like, imaginary life type things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I had like a Dream Girls video yes, game yes, that you plugged too. into the TV. Yes. And you got to make your dream life even though you only had certain options. Yeah. But. I know. I always picked the option where it was like she went out with every boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then other boys would get mad because they like all look the same, just with different yeah. hair colors. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Or like the one where like you had an option to go to work or like skip to hang out with your boyfriend. I was always like skip to hang out with my boyfriend. Oh like, my gosh, <laughs> which has not changed. I'm the same. Like <laughs> I was just building up to this moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was funny. <laughs> Do you have any childhood like books or like? characters got somehow adapted into like a tv show or a movie that you either like really loved the adaptation or really hated the adaptation so i read harry potter as a kid but i'm not a harry potter fan yeah uh, which everybody is and everybody gives me hate for it but never really been my thing i tried i played harry potter video games too but the movies like i went and saw every single one of them but i couldn't even tell you what they're about or anything like that. The movies are different from the books. Like, there's a lot of truth in the movie, but there's a lot of things that are left out. I'm not going to say that it's, like, a spot-on adaptation, mm-hmm. but I do think that it's okay enough. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really love them. And maybe, like, I was just... I mean, we were young when they were really coming out, so yeah. it's different now. Like, But I did read them growing up, and I guess I enjoyed them while I was growing up. But as I got older... I enjoyed them less. I feel like a lot of their special effects, especially towards like the end of the series, mm-hmm. is way before its time. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you there. And the soundtrack, like yeah, the soundtrack's good. Yeah, really good. John um, Williams, amazing. Yeah. I do love John Williams. Do you think? Do you have any that you particularly love? I don't know. Like I like the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. but I do like I do think the adaptation's not like really true to like the original source. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be fictional? I mean, because there's, like, book-to-movie adaptations. Like, I really like Gone Girl, obviously. And I think Gillian Flynn did a good job with that. I still haven't seen Gone Girl, and I need to see it. Yeah, Because it's your favorite movie. I love it so much. But what else? Like, I can't think of any, like... Oh, you... I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I absolutely hate Where the Wild Things Are. Oh, yeah. And everybody loved that book. I never read the book growing up, um, so I can't relate there. But that movie is the most awful, horrible, disgusting movie I've ever seen in my life. I hate it so much. It's just bad. (laughs) Like, it. oh, God, it's so bad. How do you feel about, like, the live-action adaptations of, like, cartoons? Can you give me an example? So, like, they just came out with the live-action version of Beauty and the Beast? Oh, I mean, I don't really see the point. <laughs> I kind of think it's fine animated, and especially because it's like a magical thing. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of cute that it's animated. I don't know. Like, it it just kind of seems pointless. I'd like to see, have they did Maleficent. Okay, so Sleeping Beauty is my favorite uh, cartoon growing up. I used to watch it every day. And they did Maleficent, which I haven't seen. And it had really good reviews, It was really, really good. Yeah. And I'm, a, like, I'm not a huge Angelina Jolie fan, but I will admit she's when she is in a role, she's really, really good at playing that role. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved her in Changeling. I think that's one of my favorite films. But, yeah, I really need to see that because I love Sleeping Beauty so much. But they haven't done, like, an actual Sleeping Beauty, have they? It was just no. focused on Maleficent. So. Right. Which I kind of like that, actually. Yeah. Because the way it that they— It was different. Yeah, they, like, told the story from her perspective, and mm-hmm. it was— it was interesting and it was really good. Mm-hmm. I need to see it. I liked that a lot. That live action Beauty and the Beast, so I really liked it. And Beauty and really? the Beast was one of my favorites growing up. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know why because 
like Belle looks literally nothing like me. Yeah. But I don't know. I just really liked Beauty and the Beast growing up, and mm-hmm. I liked Little Mermaid as well. But going in to see Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. I was like hesitant. Yeah, I was really, I was really iffy because I'm like, they picked Emma Watson and she's not really a singer. Yeah. And, but yeah. I like Emma Watson's vocals on it. I was, I was really? very surprised. They good. sounded very good. Like her vocal lessons paid off. Like, good. And the CGI in it looked really good because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know about how they like made like Lumiere and Mrs. Potts and like all of the characters. Like, mm-hmm. but they they looked really good and everything okay. about it was just like. I've heard it's good. I've heard it was. Really good it was things. really good. I can't tell you if I even watched Beauty and the Beast growing up. I'm sure I did, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I literally only remember watching Sleeping Beauty. I think one time I watched Cinderella because I can kind of remember that. But I don't remember like The Little Mermaid or Pocahontas. I think I I think I might have watched Pocahontas. I didn't watch Mulan to my knowledge. Uh, Mulan is like the best princess. Yeah, I don't remember any of it. They're making a live action Mulan movie that a lot of people are like. Oh yeah, they're up in arms about that one because of aren't they trying to make her? Is it not a not she's not a princess? Is that what they're saying? She okay, so she isn't even a princess to begin with. Okay, but she like. The way that they're going to make the movie is they're not going to include any of the original songs. Why? I don't know. Huh. And that's why people are really mad because they're like, what's the point? Yeah. And they they were, like, when they were first doing casting and stuff, they were going to whitewash it. But then they, like, mm-hmm. switched it to, like, an all-Asian cast, which hmm. is, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you should represent what should be represented. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like really excited because they decided you know it's going to be an all-asian cast and yeah then they're like well we're gonna change a lot of it and so people are like mm, I, I don't understand know. that hmm. they're really skeptical about it now so we'll have to see how it turns out i'll probably still watch it but if it's mm-hmm. bad i'll roast it yeah <laughs> i come on the podcast guys guess what <laughs> everybody listen <laughs> i wasn't really a big disney person growing up so i think that's my thing like i don't really have the motivation now to go see these live action films it doesn't yeah. Like, I understand those are definitely issues, but I'm not um, not kind of in with it, you know, just because it never really, like, was a thing growing up for me. So, but I definitely think that going, even going back to Ghost in the Shell, I think they need to be more generous with their casting. Like, stop, you know, like, put the correct people in those roles. There's mm-hmm. so many talented people out there. You don't have to just choose big name actors. Like it kind of bothers me. I hate when a movie has like seven big name actors and you're like, oh great, so it's a jerk off fest. Like <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. I think I don't know. There's that T V show, what is that, Shadow Hunters that is like the adaptation of the Mortal Instrument books, maybe. What? I don't know. <laughs> um I didn't I didn't read the books. I know. Oh, I think I do know what you're talking about. Because like, they, they made the one movie. Uh-huh. And then they. And it was bad. It was really bad. Then they, like, redid it and just made it into a TV show so that they could, like, explain things better. Mm-hmm. But they, like, recasted everybody. Mm-hmm. I've and, got one for you. You just reminded me, though. Okay. Percy Jackson. I love the Percy Jackson series. The books are amazing. They're like my guilty pleasure because I know they're for young adults and it's yeah. like Greek mythology or whatever. I love the Percy Jackson series <laughs> so much. I have read every single book multiple times 
and the movies suck. And it's very disappointing. I don't like any movie that is like Greek god or Roman gods or anything. I think they always make them horrible. But I was so sad that they really butchered Percy Jackson. It had none of the correct humor tones. It was like Percy Jackson's kind of dark. Like a lot of people die. And it was just like too cheesy and the CGI was bad. And then they tried redoing it or like not redoing it, but they made the second film and they tried they tried to take on a different tone and it was um better than the first one but it was still just like this is a movie for 11 year olds and yeah. i was very disappointed because i don't think the percy jackson series is for 11 year olds i read it when i was like 15 16 and it was good like i don't know i just thought of two like books two movies that are not necessarily, like, still true to the... Like, they're true for the most part to the book, but, like, mm-hmm. I thought the adaptations, like, I like both of them very well. Mm-hmm. And the first one's Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yes, that one's good. I do like that book a lot, too. Um, and then the second one is The Help. Oh, I haven't I haven't read it. That's a I've good seen, one. Yeah. And Emma Stone's my favorite actress anyway, but, mm-hmm. like... I need to see that for sure. It was good. And then I thought of... I thought of something just a second ago that I can't think of now. A big that one. was, like, bad. <laughs> a big one would be, like, any type of, like, comic book thing, which I have no opinions on. But if Allie was here, she would have a yeah, lot. Yeah, she would. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are concerned about, like, how the comic books and the movies are portrayed. And I don't know. It it's I like some of them. <laughs> yeah. Some of them, not so much. I liked that in the new version of Spider-Man. Um, with Andrew Garfield. First of all, I liked him as Spider-Man. I thought he did a good job. Although the kid that they have playing Spider-Man now does a better job, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I did like that Emma Stone played Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Oh, I just love the Gwen Stacy story so much. So. Everybody looks over, they're like, Mary Jane. Like, no. Oh, God, no. Mary Jane's the worst. She's whiny. <laughs> Yeah. So, but um, I think that's all we've got for you guys. I can't think of anything else. It was kind of just a light episode we do one thing we do want to shout out to you guys though before we go uh, i created a patreon for us so you can become like a patron i think is what they call it where you can donate money uh, or give us money not really donate you're giving us money and it kind of helps go towards equipment and getting us merchandise and paying our people and it's just your way of showing support you don't have to but everything helps if you do even the smallest amount and for as much there's certain like different increments that you can donate or give us and you get rewarded for the higher or the more that you give so if that's something you'd be interested in the link is on our facebook and i think it's on our twitter as well so definitely check that out if you want to support us so anything else liz that you can think of nope Okie doke. So we'll see you guys next week. We'll have a little bit more of a informative one. We've got some good April topics coming up. So we'll see you then. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.